Hey, I'm Naomi Wadler, and you're listening to Now This Kids, presented by Cheerios. We've talked about different kinds of families on this show before, and how they all have something that makes them special. But today, we want to talk about how families are made, specifically adoptive families. Here are three things you should know. Fostering and adopting have many similarities, the most important being that a child is loved and cared for, but there are more important differences between the two. Fostering is usually a temporary placement, whereas adopting is finding a permanent family for a child. Usually, children stay in foster care until they can be placed back with their biological family or into a permanent adopted home. Adoption is very common. Six in ten Americans have had a personal experience with adoption, meaning that they themselves, a family member, or a close friend was adopted, had adopted a child, or had placed a child for adoption. People aren't the only species who adopt youngsters. Animals do too. In 2013, a whale became internet famous for adopting a bottlenose dolphin, and this phenomenon of adoptions is relatively common in the wild. Families can be formed in a lot of different ways and can look different from our own. But all families are valid and all families are deserving of kindness and respect. Today, we're talking about adoption and found families, what they mean and ways for kids and parents to talk about the experience in an uplifting and positive way. This week on Now This Kids. I was born in Ethiopia. And when I was seven months old, my mom adopted me, brought me to America, and made our family. We look different and come from different cultures, but our love for each other is the same. Adoption is about finding a new family, but it can also mean leaving things behind, like someone's birth family or potential culture. Leaving things behind may make people feel sad or scared, so it's important for adoptive parents to encourage their kids to talk openly about their feelings and to celebrate the history of their adopted children together as a family. Today, we're talking to Peter Mutabazi and his son, Anthony, a family that has their own adoption journey. When he was growing up in Uganda, Peter was taken in by a family who cared for him. Today, now living in America, he's paying that kindness forward by being a foster parent. A foster parent is someone who takes care of kids for a little while when their guardians aren't able to. Eventually, those kids can either return home or find a new forever family. Anthony began living with foster parents when he was two years old, and after years of searching for a permanent home, he and Peter found each other and became a family. We talked to Peter and Anthony about their adoption journeys, their shared experiences with found families, and what they've learned from each other. Uh, My name is Peter Mutabazi, and I work for World Vision, but also I'm a single dad. Uh, So on days I'm not doing anything, I'm always a dad. Uh, My name is Anthony Mutabazi, and I am 14 years old. Peter and Anthony live together in Charlotte, North Carolina, and have become each other's family. We know Peter was adopted himself, but we wanted to know if he remembers the moment that he decided to become a parent. Well, the first time I wanted to be a foster parent was um, when I came to the United States. I had seen just the wealth. I had seen how many how many people, how big their homes were, but also just how staff, how everyone had, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, and I'd come from a world where there was hardly anything. And then I found out that there were kids in the neighborhood that had nowhere to go, had no place to call home. You know, so I had a, a house and it had two extra bedrooms that were empty. And I thought, you know, uh, I should be there for a kid. I should be there for someone. 
Uh, the reason was because when I was little, someone was there for me. That I was, I didn't, I didn't have a place to call home. I wasn't safe. That I truly also wanted a place to give other kids to call home to be safe. Peter has been able to provide safety to several kids throughout fostering. One of which is Anthony. Well, I have fostered 13 children. So currently, I adopted my oldest. Uh, and we are also fostering a seven-year-old. So it's been a full house. Uh, it's been an amazing journey that I've had from two uh, to 10 years old. Uh, so I've seen all the ages and girls, all boys, all siblings, and it's been really fun. You know, when I met Anthony, I had had 10 kids at that point. So I had, you know, all the all the kids had gone back to their to their parents, and in some way it always leaves you kind of empty or really sad in, in a way to Cam, I didn't kind of want to be attached to him because I knew uh, he was going to go away anyway. But I was told he was left at the hospital, so he came from the hospital to my house. And when I met him, you know, it was unique because he called me dad the first time. He said, well, I was told since I'm 11 that I choose who my father should be, and I choose you. The first time that I met Peter... Yeah, he had food. He seemed really nice and he was waiting for me at like 3 in the morning. So I'm like, this seems like a pretty nice guy. I just wanted somewhere that I could feel safe and somebody that I could put my trust in. I felt like that he was that type of person. You know, most kids, that's what they're looking for. A place to look and they feel that they're loved. And I think as soon as he walked in, he felt that way. That, hey, I think this man could keep me for a little while, you know? So that's how it all began. And the following Monday, I knew I could absolutely adapt him, knowing his history. It was pretty great because on that day, I knew that I would be staying with Peter permanently, and I didn't have to worry about going somewhere else. Since Peter and Anthony have found each other, they've continued to grow their love and relationship. But that's not all that they've learned. Advice that I have for those kids is to never give up hope and to remember that there's always people out there that will care for you no matter what. It's It's been fun to, to have family. And, and today's challenge, you know, is that we can focus on our problems and forget about those who can't fight for themselves, you know, uh, that if we could remember, especially kids in our community, in the foster care system, that they need you as much as we need them as well. So to me, it's been a joy. It teaches me how to, to grow up, but also he's really some way taught me that there's more to do as well. I've also taught him sarcasm. Whenever I first met him, he did not joke at all. Yeah, so I've learned to be sarcastic. So as you can tell, at, at I've added on my, uh, a few things that I can do in life. Sarcasm. Adoption helps kids find families and allows parents to choose theirs. It's a special way for families to find each other blending their pasts and experiences to create a new future together. So how do we talk about it? When a person grows a baby inside them and gives birth, we call that person a biological parent or a birth parent. When a child settles into a forever home without their birth parent, we say they have been adopted, which means they have become a family unit legally and lovingly. Sometimes kids stay in foster care with families or in other places where people can look after them until they are connected with their forever families. Adoption stories are things to celebrate because it's the story of how a family is made. Being adopted is just part of the journey you took to get your family, and it's an important part of who you are. Your family might have formed in a different way, but remember, differences are what make us special. 
They help us learn from each other, and learning makes the world go round. Next up, it's time to learn how good goes round. Our partners at Cheerios know that raising good kids is such an important job. That's why we're offering some tips to help parents, like you, harness the power of positivity so you and your family can spread the good to those around you. Many schools encourage exercises involving baby pictures or family timelines. This can be difficult for adopted kids, and teachers should work on finding more inclusive activities, like the Tree of Life. The Tree of Life is a narrative therapy that helps people think about their stories. So parents, sit down with your kids and draw a tree. Start with the roots, which represent where each of you come from. This can be your hometown, birth family, or other places and people that help shape your lives. Next, draw the ground to represent your current family life. Write down the things you like doing together and how happy they make you. It could be a favorite meal or games you all play together. Next, draw a trunk of a tree and its branches and fill it with descriptions of your hopes and dreams. But what goes on branches? Leaves, of course. Draw leaves to represent important people in your life, your friends, adoptive family, and birth family members. If you don't know much about them, that's okay. Just because you don't know someone doesn't mean they still can't have an important impact on your life. Finally, draw a bunch of fruits, whatever's your favorite. These fruits represent the gifts you've been given and the legacies passed on to you. They can be the color of your skin and the culture that you came from, or the personality and traditions you've learned as an adoptive family. Remember, talking about adoption isn't a one-time thing. Being adopted is only one part of who people are, and your different backgrounds just enhance the love that your family shares. Thanks for listening to this episode of Now This Kids, presented by Cheerios and produced in collaboration with Edit Audio. Did you draw your tree of life? We want to see them. Send us an email at kids at nowthismedia.com. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.